Artificial intelligence is showing us that thinking doesn't need a mini avatar, that you can build neural networks that think, that provide reasoning, that understand language, that can relate concepts to provide language that we understand and that we expect to hear from other intelligent conscious beings. The Rational View is a weekly series hosted by me, Dr. Alan Scott, providing a rational, evidence-based perspective on important societal issues. Produced by Soapbox Media. The world needs evidence-based public policy now more than ever. Making the right decisions should not be partisan politics. Please help spread the rational view by going to patron.podbean.com slash the rational view. Together, we can make a better future. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Rational View. I'm your host, Dr. Al Scott. Today I want to go relatively deep and share some thoughts on brains and machines and free will. My thoughts on determinism and free will resonate somewhat with the words of the famous philosopher Bertrand Russell. My thinking on these topics is also influenced by the evidence of physics, neuroscience, and the emerging science of artificial intelligence. If you like listening to what I'm telling you, please press like on your podcast app. Please come chat with me on my Facebook group, The Rational View. I'd love to hear your opinions on this topic. It's a complex one and it's difficult to wrap our our brains around it. So I want to start from physics because that's where I come from. And then I'm going to walk into areas of philosophy where uh, I'm dabbling lately in my series on consciousness and my work with artificial intelligence. Physics shows that we live in a universe that seems purely mechanistic and mostly deterministic, uh, making a, a difference between mechanistic and deterministic. And mechanistic, we have physical laws that govern how things evolve, how systems evolve in the universe. Deterministic, the idea of determinism is that if you were, say, an omnipotent being and knew the position and velocity and physical properties of every particle in the universe, you could run the laws of physics forward in a giant simulation and predict the future with arbitrary accuracy. Everything is knowable. Everything that could happen in the history, in the future of the universe is, is known to you. That's determinism. Now this, this was the classical universe until Einstein and, and quantum mechanics actually and Bohr and Heisenberg and Schrodinger and, and the Broglie. This was the universe of classical physics until quantum mechanics came along. It was a deterministic universe. Now, we know from quantum mechanics, the Heisenberg uncertainty principle tells us that we can't know both the position and the velocity of a, of a particle or a wave, which is what a particle is in its most basic form. We can't know both of these parameters with arbitrary accuracy. These properties are actually complementary in such a way that if we have arbitrary accuracy on the position, our knowledge of the momentum is is zero it declines inversely and and vice versa if we know very accurately the momentum of a wave packet then the wave packet is actually infinite in extent and it can be anywhere so 
you know, quantum mechanics ties wave motion in with particles so that we can't tell exactly where and where particles are and where they're going. So we can't predict arbitrarily the future. We know through the beauty of uh, mathematics and, and the chaos theory of chaos and the, the butterfly effect, which most of you probably have heard of, that even tiny uncertainties in our initial knowledge of a system can blow up over time and produce drastically different outcomes uh, from one another with infinitesimally different initial conditions. So the physics of quantum mechanics and chaos theory means that we don't have a deterministic future. And that, you know, maybe that's a surprise to some philosophers, but it's it's well understood in physics. But it's also purely mechanistic as far as we can tell. Now, yes, quantum mechanics has these random unknowable elements, but on a macroscopic scale, most properties, most processes that we encounter are still determined mechanistically by previous conditions. In fact, all of them, as far as we know, are. Uh, except for the ones that depend on random quantum collapse. So this, this situation makes people uncomfortable. And the reason is that we want to believe that we have free will. There's nothing in modern physics that allows the type of free will most people want. The philosophical implications about how the world works just don't align well with our simplest interpretation of how our consciousness interacts with the world. The thought that every action we take is predicated on past influence and kind of takes away our sense of agency. We feel that we can make decisions through an act of will, and these decisions are controlled purely by the whims of our consciousness. We have uh, our consciousness is apart from physical processes, and there's this magical thing. And to some extent, it's true that we do make decisions based on our whims and our consciousness. Even in a deterministic universe, this is true. Yes, an electrical impulse from a neural net was, was the proximate cause of any decision we make to, to act. And we can go back further in the chain of physical causes and understand from physics that the, the physical layout of the neurons in our brain was what elicited any particular decision or any particular impulse. And there's a chemical reaction that caused these potentials to build up on our cells. And, and the chemical reaction was because we ate this particular food. And the further we dig into the mechanistic causes of action and decision, the more physical mechanisms we find. But physics never shows us a soul. We never, in this chain of inference, in this chain of causality, we never find a lever in the chain that is being pushed by some non-mechanistic avatar of our consciousness. What's going on? Where is free will in all of this? Is it possible? Is it possible that in this picture of a tiny mechanistic avatar that we're missing the forest for the trees? By focusing on a chain of mechanistic causes, we miss the grand system that comprises our consciousness and our will. This view uh, that I'm espousing is called emergence. Qualitatively new phenomena emerge at higher scales of organization that cannot even exist at lower scales. So uh, in this idea, consciousness is an emergent property of, of the networks in our body, like, like a rolling wave emerging from the collective motion of countless water molecules 
does consciousness emerge from the complex mechanistic interactions of all of our cells and neural networks in our brain and, and however our memories are stored in all of this? What does neuroscience have to say? So as the rational view, I want to go back to the science. I want to go back to the physics, to the neuroscience, to the artificial intelligence experiments. So neuroscientists have shown that physical processes that predict a decision can be measured by experimenters before a human subject is aware of making that decision. So we can measure the the intercellular neuronal potentials, electrical potentials, that you're going to press a button before you've made the decision to press the button or before you're consciously aware of making that decision. This seems like pretty clear evidence that free will could be a bit of an illusion. Some scientists have suggested, in fact, building on this measured result, that consciousness is actually a delayed process in our brain where the brain is a, is a machine that strings together inputs to provide us an understandable story post hoc, uh, you know, a few hundreds of milliseconds after receiving the inputs and uh, processing them through our experiences and our memories to an understandable story. People will say that if the universe is purely mechanistic, then there is no free will. And in fact, even physicists have, have told me this. Um, but I think Bertrand Russell had a very good rebuttal to this, and I, I urge you to go look him up. They'll say if they don't have free will, then it doesn't matter what they think or do. And it absolves them of responsibility. But I think this isn't so. Even in a purely mechanistic universe, we all still act in accordance with our dispositions. We still have goals and wants and needs, even if they are deterministically provided to us. We have a wonderful mechanistic piece of hardware called the brain that allows us to act in response to plans we have made or needs that we have identified in our conscious processing. Just because these plans and needs are based on previous influences, mechanical physical, chemical, electrical, books we've read, our parents' teaching, our memories of past experiences stored in some chemical, physical, electrical state, our emotional state stored in the chemicals in our body, the weather, all of these things impact how we act. And all of these things have mechanical influence, mechanistic influence, on our decisions. This doesn't mean that we don't act as though we have free will or feel like we have free will or act according to our intentions. We are still acting according to our intentions even if we are acting mechanistically or deterministically. Just because each action is physically manifest by the sum of an infinitude of other purely physical influences doesn't mean that we aren't controlling it. The problem is untangling that one word, we. What are we? If you assume that we are a tiny uh, spiritual avatar pulling switches, it, it, you come up against a problem. That isn't physical. There is no physics. It doesn't link to physics. There are no spiritual avatars pushing atoms around in the mechanistic 
billiard balls of physics. There is no, there's been no observation of a spiritual force. We know the forces that move the atoms in our bodies. We know the forces that create chemistry that, that create the cells in our bodies. We know the, the biology. We know that there's gravity, there's electromagnetism, there's electroweak force, there's a strong nuclear force. We know of all the forces we believe we know of all the forces that move objects, that have influence. We've measured them all and characterized them all, and we can describe all of our experiments based on these measurements. So where does this spirit lie? The confusion is that they think that most people think this magical spirit can make decisions with no prior cause. And I think that's just a misconception of how we work. We don't do things devoid of prior cause. We are always influenced by the environment, by prior cause. And that's not something that's bad. It doesn't, it shouldn't make you uncomfortable to know that you're influenced by prior causes and that mechanistic processes are, are driving you to, to move forward through time. Let, let, let me, uh, tell another story here. The, the well-respected physicist, Dr. Roger Penrose, who has thought a lot about consciousness and, and the emperor's new mind and uh, other follow-on books, uh, Shadows of Mind, uh, he makes the argument that your brain is a quantum mechanical machine that can potentiate a chain of neurons to fire based on the random outcome of a single quantum event. The, the, the neurons are, are so well balanced that one single quantum collapse can cause an action to happen. And this is a random quantum collapse. The theory says that quantum collapse events are random or they're not predetermined. There is no, there are no hidden variables in quantum mechanics. So we know the, um, we know the valleys and hills that, that cause things, you know, of forces, of subatomic forces that cause things to happen. But quantum mechanics chooses out of this smooth terrain a single result, and that becomes the, the world uh, for, for us. So this is how quantum mechanics uh, the, this very uh, strange and confusing theory influences reality. So quantum mechanical collapse is where we go from a smooth potential curve to a single observed outcome from within that probability distribution. This isn't deterministic action. And perhaps quantum mechanics provides an out. It provides the freedom that we all need to feel better about the, the universe not being deterministic. We know there is randomness in the world, and maybe through the butterfly effect, this means that the future is not written in stone, that we can have some impact. Quantum mechanical collapse is a place in physical theory where there be dragons. We do not yet have this one figured out perfectly as to what it is, and, and Penrose steps in with his theory saying, well, this is the source of free will. Free will is when quantum mechanical collapse in the brain, the, the biological structures in our brain have evolved to allow us to take control of this particular physical thing. And, 
and the wee spirit in our brains can push it in a certain direction. But that's not the case with any of the physics that we've seen. We don't have it figured out, as I've said, but we also don't believe that um, the outcome of measurements are any different than what would be predicted by the physical laws. Each individual measurement outcome is random, but the statistical distribution of these outcomes reproduce the physical laws that we know. Now, one of my previous guests, Dr. Jan Blomgren, suggested that in quantum mechanics, this randomness, uh, there lies the influence of the supernatural. That's where God comes into it. Perhaps some God determines the random outcomes of quantum measurements, carefully hiding their agency by ensuring that these multitude of, of holy decisions appears to conform to the laws of physics in the limit of large numbers of interactions. I think this situation still doesn't satisfy many of us in regards to free will. It still isn't providing a lever for a spirit to grasp and influence the random outcomes. If if the results are truly random as they appear, then nobody is influencing the outcome, not you, not me. If, if, if you believe your decision-making is based on a random quantum out, quantum collapse or random quantum process in, in your brain's neurons, then it could be you, it could be me, it could be God, it could be nobody influencing that outcome. There's no, there's still no link in the chain to, to a, a mini avatar. There's no strong evidence that you can force a quantum mechanical measurement to bend to your will. Unless by you, you mean the pre-existing mechanistic neural net that is your thinking brain, which can set up a preference in advance. But again, this is deterministic. It's mechanistic. So we're back to the start, right? People may say, and then, you know, people may bring up moral arguments surrounding this. People may say that they should not be held accountable for their actions if they were predetermined, if they're mechanistic, if there's no spirit guiding them. But I don't agree to that. This, this, Impression leads to anarchistic collapse of society. One's actions are still a result of one's plans to act morally or immorally. If one's neural network acts in a way that's dangerously antisocial, it still needs to be kept safely away from society until it can be retrained. And these are just euphemisms for what we normally talk about in terms of free will of, of independent agents. There's still deterrence value and punishment that might improve society for the rest of us. Just because everything might be preordained to some extent doesn't mean that we should stop striving for a better life or a better society. None of us knows how this will turn out. It's not predetermined to anyone in this universe. Chaos theory tells us that the future is unpredictable, even if it is determined. A determinate future that we cannot know and that depends on the actions and plans of all of us is not something I think we should be uncomfortable about. Knowing that free will might be an illusion, that maybe there's no soul, no ghost in the machine pulling the levers need not change your outlook on life. I don't think science will find a ghost in the machine. 
Science isn't set up to do that. We're set up to observe repeatable events and find theories that can predict them. And our theories are continually being refined to provide better predictions of the future. I'm okay with people thinking that they have souls, that they have, are influenced by gods, that gods have influence on society. That's all fine and good. I have no qualms with, with people feeling that way. My opinion is I think we're finding in the world of quantum computing, at least, that quantum mechanics is just another world of machines that operate on slightly different rule sets than classical machines. It seems mechanistic. Artificial intelligence is showing us that thinking doesn't need a mini avatar, that you can build neural networks that think, that provide reasoning, that understand language, that can relate concepts to provide language that we understand and that we expect to hear from other intelligent conscious beings. AI is showing us that a purely mechanistic system of neurons can reason, can manipulate associations and webs of interconnected symbols to provide meaning, which is what we think this machine up here in our heads is doing all the time. So when you hear people say that artificial intelligence is just a program running on a machine and it can't be thinking and it can't be aware, they're assuming their conclusion. They're ignoring the fact that physics and neuroscience says that all of us are just programs running on machines. And we seem to be thinking and aware. I don't know about you, but I find that pretty neat. Thank you for listening to my rational view. If you'd like to follow up with more in-depth discussions, please come find us on Facebook at The Rational View and join our discussion group. If you like what you're hearing, please consider visiting my Patreon page at patron.podbean.com slash The Rational View. Thanks for listening.